Eight o'clock, always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us, Jim and the Buckeye Boy. It's the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports Network. 1011 FM, 1340 AM for the Valley, along Highway 50, North Fork as well, 102.1 FM. Get the mobile app. You can stream us from our website, theteam1340.com. It's Valentine's Day. The strangest thing that maybe you've taken your significant other on for Valentine's Day. We had Haas, who texted in. He took his wife and kids. Mm-hmm. To watch to bull riding, oh, bull riding, yeah. you, know, to, you know, which which that's a that's a fun, great thing yeah. to do, but not normally something to do on Valentine's, not a Valentine's Day. Day thing. No, not normally no. A Valentine's Day thing. And look, if if Mrs. Haas, imagery, right? If Mrs. Haas was a diehard rodeo fan, like okay, like like Mark Johnson and his yeah. wife, they would they could probably go to rodeo on Valentine's Day, and she'd probably be perfectly mm-hmm. happy with and that. And it's like like you said, if it's her idea. Right. Perfect. Got the sense from Haas's text, though, that Mrs. Haas was, was not... His idea. That was not exactly what yeah. she had in mind for Valentine's it's Day. Not the right imagery you want for Valentine's Day. Right. All sorts of inappropriate jokes are on the table for bull riding for Valentine's Day. <laughs> that's just leave, yeah, leave it you there. Know? So... Yeah. Um, that's really not... It's not Haas's best move, really. No, not your best moment, sir. Probably not... Luckily, you have a very understanding yeah. wife that now brings it up every year. That mm-hmm. remember that time you you took me to watch yeah. bull riding on Valentine's Day. So and yeah. I hope to get to that point, right, to where my wife knows that I'm kind of a dingus, you know. So <laughs> oh, she knows. No, she, she knows. You should, but you're already there. Trust this me. This is first Valentine's is <laughs> married couple, right? Okay. You know, so it's a new category. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Kenda's known I've been a dingus for day one. Generations. It's been a long it's been a yeah. long time. Also, the player that you love to watch, for whatever reason, that does not play on a on a team that you root for. We've talked about the Max Scherzers. You and I both have a, mm-hmm. a love of watching Mad Max on the mound. Watching Luca. I kinda like Ovechkin. I haven't been bring him up yeah. last hour. Like watching old Vetchkin. I like the old grizzled yeah. Russian. I mean, there's there's a lot of guys I like watching. Obviously, watching Mahomes play. Mm-hmm. You know, I still did not want them to win, but I, you know, once again, Ron Burgundy. Yeah, I may not like you, but but damn, I do respect you, sir. There's a the guy they're showing on. No, actually, the, I do like him too. It's yeah. not I, do, I like him and respect him. There's a the guy they're showing on MLB Network right now that just kind of popped in. Nestor Cortez. Is always kind of interesting to watch just the way he pitches. Yeah. Because it's never the same two deliveries in a row. Which is just kind of nuts to think about how anal pitchers are about following their mechanics. And that's not the book with him. That's not Nestor Cortez. He's. (laughs) It's going to look different pitch to pitch, pretty much. Like Jamie threw in Nick Kyrgios because. You never know what Nick Kyrgios is going to do. He's going to want to start a fight with. I think Nick Kyrgios knows what he's yeah. going to do from moment to moment. Yeah. So Jimmy has a different way of looking at that in that mm-hmm. you just don't know what you're going to get from him on the court. Yeah. All right. This hour brought to you by Preston Lee, a country financial. He believes in building relationships, supporting the community, and serving others. Have a chat and let him help you protect the things that are important to you. Google him at Preston Lee Country Financial. So we have that for you today. Maybe the strangest thing that you took your wife to for Valentine's Day. Yeah. I don't think we did it for Valentine's Day, but it might have been kind of for my birthday, so it kind of fit in that. Mm-hmm. We went to see the first Iron Man. Kenda was not thrilled. Not a fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's like, this is what we're going to go see? Okay. My wife would be in. She'd be all about it at that point. If we didn't have to work the next day, go take in a comic book movie yeah. tentpole. See, yeah. that's that's not Kenda's thing. No. Not, we, not her wheelhouse. We went to see Black Panther a few weeks ago. Yeah. So. The see, but that, but, she, but she's, she's into that. She's into that. Yeah. I saw the Flash trailer. Kenda goes, have fun with that. Take Rachel to it. Have a good time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going. I'm like, okay. I kind of expected that. All right, it's 8.05. So players that you love to watch that Mm -hmm. don't play for your team. 
And also, maybe the strangest thing you've done for Valentine's Day with your significant other, like Haas taking his wife to a bull riding event for Valentine's Day. Once again, if she was down with that, if she loved bull riding, that's great. That's sure, fantastic. Yeah. Be, be like me taking Kenda to watch Supercross or something. Mm-hmm. Or bull riding. Or, or bull riding. Probably not her thing. Not something she's going to enjoy doing. All right, so Dexter, call us. Chick-fil-A breakfast team phone line 970-242-1340. Montrose plays host to Grand Junction tonight over on the Monkey. Time to talk Red Hawks girls basketball with Steve Skiff. Talking Montrose girls basketball with Coach Steve Skiff on the team. And Steve Skiff brought to you by the Rick Nelson Agency and American Family Insurance. For a free comparison, call this team of licensed professionals at 970-241-0078. Steve Skiff joins us. Steve, always a pleasure. How are you doing today? Good morning. How are you guys doing? Doing well as we get close to uh, the end of the regular season, uh, the push for the postseason, and we'll talk about the RPI and all that in just a moment. Uh, but for your basketball team, uh, getting ready to uh, score off against Grand Junction, you had the the non-league game against Alamos on on Saturday, so uh, a chance to uh, you know get out of league a little bit and uh, have that experience of uh, bouncing back after that loss to Delta. Let's go back to that Delta game for a moment. What a what a what a great win for Kyle Crowder's team. Tip of the hat to Kyle and the Panthers. What a tough loss for your basketball team. Forty-five, forty-four. Yeah, it was. That was uh, definitely not the way we had it drawn up, you know. And and to give credit to to Delta. They made a couple more plays down there at the end, and and uh, you know, anytime you lose at the buzzer, that's that's heartbreaking. But uh, you know, a lot of credit to my team to, to kind of. Shrug that off and, and get on a bus and make a long trip to Alamos on Saturday and get a win. So I think that just shows the kind of the toughness and the mentality of our team that we're just going to move on and, and tackle whatever's ahead of us. Yeah, Audrey Frazier hitting the three-point shot. You're going, stop talking about this, Jim. It's bringing back nightmares for me. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm much sleep on Thursday night. <laughs> yeah, no so. kidding. But, yeah, but, but, a, but a great win for them. But like you said, a real testament to the, you know, the, the mental you know, toughness of your team to go to Alamosa, that's a good basketball team. You, you go there and, and, and get a victory on Saturday to, to set the stage for this uh, league game with Grand Junction coming up. Uh, you get the 41-36 to victory over Alamosa on Saturday. And, you know, a, a game where you had Maggie Legg with a, a really good game, 11 points. Briar Moss had 13 points. And those two combining to, to lead the way in that win against the Mean Moose. Absolutely. You know, Alamosa, like you said, is, is a good basketball team. And, you know, it wasn't the prettiest basketball we probably played all year, but uh, we found a way to win. We executed when we need to. Um, we got some stops when we needed to and, and made some free throws at the end. So, yeah, and couldn't be more proud of, of the effort. It was a long week for us, you know, having three real games against three quality opponents, and, and uh, we were definitely glad to get some rest on Sunday. Steve Skiff, the coach of the Montrose girls basketball team with us. Uh, last time you faced Grand Junction, uh, you went to the Tigers gym back on uh, the 3rd of this month. You uh, did a nice job defensively against them, held them to 14 points. You went at 57-14. Well, let's just be honest. Sydney Brandon and Grand Junction, it's it's a learning curve right now. Sydney's in her first year. Uh, the program's not what it once was during uh, certainly the, the, the great days of uh, San Provenza as their coach, and, and Sydney's had a, a lot of challenges taking on a, a basketball team that has really struggled the last couple of years. They've really struggled to score the basketball. They, they haven't won a game this season. I mean, what's what's the message to your team, Steve, when you take on a team that, that you handled them pretty easily the last time? But you know, tonight, you know, this is you know, on your home floor. You want to take care of business. You want to continue to improve your your stock when it comes to the RPI. This is a tough game when it's a team that just has had a a, a really really tough season that you're facing tonight. You know, it is. It's one of those you know, quote unquote, trap games or whatever. But. Uh... The thing I tell my team is, is Grand Junction is going to come play, and, and still at the end of the day, it is the Grand Junction Montrose kind of rivalry. And I know that uh, Coach Brandon is doing an awesome job down there. Her her team plays extremely hard, and and they're getting better each and every time they they get on the floor. And so it's one of those games you can't just you know take what we did last time and kind of move it forward. We're going to have to be prepared. We're going to have to execute um, because you know they're going to come down and play hard and. And for us, it's it's a big night. You know, we're it's senior night for us. We're honoring three great seniors: Briar Moss, Heather Power, and Sarah Imus. So, you know, a lot of emotions there. And, and then we just got to get ready to go play basketball and make sure that we take care of business on our home floor. You mentioned those three players. 
Give me a quick thought on all three of those players and what they've meant to your program. You know, they've meant a lot. And, and Sarah um, Imus, who, who hadn't played the last couple of years, decided to come back out for basketball. And she's just been a real, you know, energy to our program this year and, and, and really soaks in a lot of the, the things we're trying to do and, you know, is really kind of that motivator for a lot of girls. And so we've really appreciated, you know, having her back and, and contributing. And then for Heather and Breyer, they're, they're program kids. You know, Heather – has uh, really, really improved in, in, as a post player each and every year and, and uh, you know, poses a threat to opposing teams with her play inside and, um, you know, defensively makes it tough to shoot shoot around the basket. And, and Breyer is just one of those kids that, you know, every coach likes to have. I mean, he, she is a great leader and, and really motivates and helps the girls. But on the floor, she's, um, you know, not only making shots, but she's making sure everybody's in the right place and making sure that, that things are running smooth on there. So, you know, couldn't ask for three better seniors, and, and we're excited to celebrate them tonight for Senior Night. And likewise to the Montrose boys celebrating their seniors tonight as well. Steve Skiff uh, joining us today. And uh, then you wrap it up with Durango coming up on Friday. You currently sit eighth in the 5A RPI, so good position right now to, to host in the first round of the, the, the 5A state basketball tournament. Yeah, we would be excited, you know, to, to host a home game you know it's always our goal to to make the playoffs and then if you know we're fortunate enough to host that always means that potentially an eastern slope team has to make that tough trip over the hill as opposed to us doing it so um you know we need to take care of business tonight we need to go down to durango and finish up strong which is never an easy task coach fitzpatrick always has his teams playing at a high level and mason Rowland is is no easy task by any means but uh yeah, no, we, we're excited to, to get in the playoffs, and we'd be thrilled to uh, host a game. All right, so our Highway 50 game of the week. We actually have two of them this week with uh, Delta Basalt on Friday. But tonight, Larry Newland and Pat Julio, the call from Lloyd McMillan Gymnasium. Montrose Redhawks hosting the Grand Junction Tigers in Southwestern Lake play our Highway 50 game of the week over in the Monkey, which you can hear here in the Valley. 95.7 FM in Montrose tonight, 93.5 FM and Larry and Pat do a, a phenomenal job, so make sure you tune in tonight for that one. Pre-game starts at 545, girls tip it at 6, the boys at 730 over on the Monkey. Steve, I always appreciate the time. Thank you for coming on, and, and good luck tonight. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, Steve Skiff, coach of the Montrose girls basketball team, joining us on the program today. So once again, Tiger fans here in the Valley, 95.7. If you can't make it down to Montrose tonight, and then 93.5 in Montrose uh, for the games tonight over at Lloyd McMillan Gymnasium. All right, 813. Jim along with the Buckeye boy. Time to go around the NFL. And I thought I'd bring back some audio from the Rich Eisen show the other day. Rich Eisen was was on Radio Row like all the national shows were during Super Bowl week. And he had a chance to sit down and talk with Sean Payton. And it's about three and a half minutes here, but it's Sean Payton kind of going through the process, making the decision why was it Denver? What were the things that factored into him to making the decision that was the Broncos over Carolina or Arizona or, or Houston or whoever of why Denver? What were the things that were important to him? And kind of his, he talks about his triangle, his pyramid that he has in terms of the three things that had to come together for him to decide it was the right place to be. This clip courtesy of the Rich Eisen Show. Here's Rich Eisen talking with Broncos coach Sean Payton. Very beginning of this process, the thing that was unique is when you're working for Fox and you're on a studio show, um, and 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 you you be, become possible or possibly a candidate for these jobs, like they they have to ask that question, and so we went in a direction where we just openly talked about it, yeah. whether it was Schrager or Glazier, and yeah. I said, look, this is where it's at, but. The important triangle that I felt from experience was ownership and front office GM. And, and I had that, uh, I had experienced that in a really, really positive way in New Orleans with the Benson family, Mr. Benson, the late Mr. Benson, Gail Benson, and then Mickey Loomis, who's a close friend to this day. Like that triangle to me is, is and was number one in this, this decision of mm-hmm. if, if there was a right job. And, and then secondly, you know, what's the culture and fan base like to the city? You, you want to go somewhere where it's important. And it was important in New Orleans for a lot of reasons, maybe even different than at the time. 
but man, it's important in Denver. And then lastly are the are the players. And so there's no perfect but let's talk about it. It's it's a team that went five and twelve. That's why there's an open job. Generally speaking, when a team underachieves or doesn't play as well as everyone expects, there's a lot of people with dirt on their hands, and we gravitate to the quarterback and the head coach. Sure. I know this. I I, I know he works his butt off. I know he's gonna train hard. All the other things that got out of uh, I'm not interested in where they were, you know, like, so there's going to be a car in the facility with no rear view mirrors on it. And it's a little just symbolic of where we're going. Um, I believe in the system we have, but I also believe that we got to look closely at what's best for this team individually. And it starts with, you know, what does the quarterback do well? And two things that help quarterbacks are good defense and good running game. I think they played pretty good defense last year. Yes, they did. They struggled running the football. And that was part of the issue was that the defense was falling out and the and yeah, the no, offense no. wasn't holding its... It's an issue. I was in New York when, when Foxy and Michael Strahan and Jesse Armstead, those guys were fantastic and the offenses were awful and we finally flipped that script to get and we go to a Super Bowl. Right. So I think this... Um, Look, he, Russell lives like six miles from Drew Brees in, in San Diego in the offseason. That, that's where his home is. And so this whole month, Drew is calling me saying, hey, when are you making a decision? This guy's wearing me out. And <laughs> Oh, Russ was wearing him well, out? Well, Russ and Drew, you know. That's, and then, Russ was yeah, wearing yeah, Drew yeah, out. Yeah, okay, just, same about you. Like, yeah, what, what's going on? Is he, oh, yeah. And so I told Drew on the phone, I said, look, I'm going to make you assistant head coach of Delmar Relations. You know, <laughs> you just handle that. But I look, I think um, here's the thing. Um, the challenge is the fun part. Mm -hmm. And I heard you talk about this. Like, mm -hmm. the challenge is the fun part. And, and you know, when we signed Drew in 06, everyone says, well, Miami failed the physical. No, they didn't fail the physical. They, they passed them on the physical, but they didn't offer. They, they were a little bit more leery with their offer, and we were much stronger with our offer because we had to. But the fun part is the, is the challenge. And so... I'm looking forward to working. All right, there's Sean Payton from the Rich Eisen Show. Giving you kind of the breakdown of what yeah. mattered most to him, the process that he went through, and then working with Russell Wilson and working with this roster and the positives that he saw from the Broncos from last season and obviously the negatives about this football team. Some other uh, notes today from around the NFL. Shane Steichen, the Eagles offensive coordinator, now your new head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, so it wasn't Jeff Saturday. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, thank goodness. At least Steichen just coached in the Super Bowl. Exactly. Say what you want about how his units performed in that game. And so one other thing today. This is the day that the divorce happens. It's a Derek Carr day. Interestingly enough, it's yeah. on Valentine's Day that the divorce will become official. The nine-year marriage of the Oakland slash Las Vegas Raiders mm -hmm. and quarterback Derek Carr. Oh, and he's he's not going to take a trade. They're going to have to pay him or cut him. And I applaud him. I, I, I do, that's too. That's a great move on his part. Absolutely. It's like, no, because they apparently had a deal worked out the Saints, and he's like, no, nope. not going. Doesn't mean he won't end up there as a free agent. You know what? But, yeah, exactly. But that doesn't benefit the Raiders. And why would Derek Carr do, anything do the help? Raiders assault? Why? Why would he do? Absolutely. After the way they treated him, why would he help them out mm -hmm. by giving them draft picks? Yeah. Why? Wouldn't he just let her go, no. Cut me. Keep me whatever. If he's on the roster mm -hmm. today, it's what uh, uh, one one fifty nine our time. Something it's like it's interesting. It's like one minute before three fifty nine yeah. Eastern. So one fifty nine our time. He gets his what, his roster bonus or his injury right. guarantee or whatever. So he's got to be gone by then. If 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 not, he'll be on the roster when business starts tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Forty point four million. And air injury guarantees convert to full guarantees. So he has like, them up against it today, which is basically you, you're, you're just going to yeah. have to release me. Right. 
or go Henry Hill. Bleep you, pay me. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I'll yeah, and I'll and I'll stay here. Yeah. Let's but see. If how you're the, gonna pay me forty million dollars, I'm probably starting. Yeah, exactly. I'm. I'm. You're not gonna draft a quarterback so, and even you know have me sitting on the bench for yeah. forty point four million dollars. You guys may want to figure it out, and then go to New Orleans for essentially the same amount of money. Exactly to where you were gonna go anyway, but the Raiders get bubkins. Yeah, and, and the Saints get their next maybe great quarterback, and they don't have to sit any draft picks. <laughs> Yeah, to uh, to the Raiders in the whole deal. The ones they just got from Denver. It's perfect. It, it's you. You go, Derek Carr. You know, it's kind of silly. We said I'm a Raider for life. Well, nine years is not life. Yeah, that was just months ago. Yeah, after he after he signed the big extension. Yep. And this, this is why the head coaches or franchise quarterbacks like that need to be part of the interview process. Exactly. I'm and not in the LeBron player empowerment type level, but at least so the head coach can get an idea of like, you know, I'm gonna be stuck with this guy or over a barrel getting rid of this guy. Well, in in the case of McDaniel's, this is not the first time. No. Let it, let us not forget when he came to Denver, smoking Jay Cutler. Had to get rid of Cutler. Was not gonna work with Jay Cutler. At least he worked a season with, yeah, almost a whole one <laughs> with with Derek Carr. Yeah, at least almost a yeah, almost a whole season. All right, eight twenty two. He told him to GTFO. <laughs> exactly. It's time for Triple Play Record Stadium Cinema. Know your sports TV shows and movies? Let's play Stadium Cinema on the team. Yes, first correct answer. By on the, the way, it is snowing like crazy is right it? now. Well, I'll be damned. It is. So be careful out there. Yeah, drive safe. Uh, yes. First correct answer on the Chick-fil-A text line, 970-242-1340. Gets the downtown double play with Triple Play. $20 gift certificate to Triple Play Records and a small antipasto salad courtesy of Junction Square. Pizza first in the door. Uh, by the way, if you've won any time in the last two weeks, sit it out. Uh, you can win this one at like 18, 19, right? Because there's no alcohol involved. Absolutely. So if you want to do that as well. Uh, but first correct text answer on the uh, text line 970-242-1340, identifying this sports movie. I call the plays out on the field, not you. That's not the way I coach. I don't give a because that's the way I play. Okay, so first correct answer, identify that movie. Chick-fil-A Breakfast Team phone line 970-242-1340. Coming up next, state wrestling tournament starts on Thursday. We'll talk with Fruit Wanamaker coach Lucas Archuleta. Preview the state wrestling tournament. That's next on the Jim Davis Show. Who do I listen to? The Jim Davis Show on Colorado's sports leader. Whoever suggested that has got to be smoking crack and plenty of it. The team. Talking through the Monument Wildcat Sports on the Jim Davis Show. And Lucas Archuleta brought to you by the Rick Nelson Agency and American Family Insurance. For a free comparison, call this team of licensed professionals at 970-241-0078. The Fruit of Monument Wildcats wrestling team sending nine wrestlers to the 5A state tournament. With us right now, head coach of the Wildcats, Lucas Archuleta. Good morning, Lucas. How are you? I'm doing great. How about you guys? I'm doing fine. Well, of course, you have the regional last weekend over at Lakewood. Uh, you qualify nine wrestlers for state. Uh, unfortunately, only the, the one regional champion, but uh, Oren Meese winning at 144 pounds was your regional champion. Kind of take us through Oren's weekend uh, on his way to becoming a regional champ. Uh, you know, uh, Oren's week was, he had a good week. He prepared well, um, you know, with all the other guys. And he just had, was in a good mindset this weekend and went over there and, and just uh, went out to do what he, he needed to do to to give him a chance to be in the finals and um you know unfortunately um the finals was a, a forfeit um the pomona kid was sick so we didn't get her to actually wrestle that match but um you know it was a good good weekend for Warren. now he'll open up the state tournament against austin uh, Pagio, who's from pine creek what what do you know about him you know not a whole lot we haven't seen pine creek at all this year um you know the biggest thing is is anyone at the state tournament is going to be tough competition uh, we just kind of focus on we need to wrestle our match, make them adjust to us, um, and get after it and just see what happens. Lucas Archuleta, coach of the Fruit of Monument uh, wrestling team, joining us 
on the team today. And so your other uh, qualifiers, we'll go through each one. Uh, Gino Gallegos at 106. Um, and for Gino, just uh, you know how how he performed at regional and uh, how he looks heading into the state wrestling tournament. Give us kind of a, um, a look or at least an idea of how uh, Gino's wrestling right now. You know, Gino's wrestling well. He, he was out for a little bit, had a couple injuries, um, battled back from them um, in the last couple weeks, and has preparing himself, you know, to get after it. This is his uh, fourth time making the state tournament. Um, he said he's more focused now on being on that podium, whereas in the past he, he kind of felt like he was just kind of happy to be at the state tournament. So um, real excited to see what Gino can do um, and, you know, excited where he's sitting in the bracket. He's got some seating criteria and, and uh, I think he's got a good pass to get on that podium. Yeah, it opens up with uh, really a good matchup with, with the freshman from Fountain Fork, Carson Loudon Elliott. So, uh, uh, young men, it's went 24 and 9 in the season. So, Gino, the, the senior, the experienced wrestler, takes on a freshman to open up the state tournament. That's, I would say, a, a, a very desirable matchup for him. It is. Um, you know, Gino's been there before, so he already has that um, mindset of what it's like to be there and, and, you know, what he needs to do to get after it. And, you know, just kind of. Uh, like with all the boys, you know, they're, they're just ready to go out there and battle and, and let it all hang out and see what happens for them. You also had L.J. George at 120 pounds qualifying for state. Uh, L.J.'s a junior, and um, right now uh, 25 and 13 on the season. Braden Hines is his matchup from Brighton, 21 and 9, a sophomore. So what do you know about uh, Braden Hines? You know, Braden's a pretty tough wrestler. We saw him last year at our region. Um, have not seen him this year. Um, He's, he's just a, a, a tough, hard-nosed wrestler that we're going to have to be ready to battle with. Um, and LJ's been progressing um, week by week, getting better and better. Um, and so, again, excited on what is going to be able to do, excited about the matchup. Um, I think it's a great one for us to be able to go in and, and just see what happens. And then at 132, Tyler Archuleta, who uh, is 24-5 and in the season, senior for your wrestling team. He'll get Gunnar Lopez from uh, Grandview. He's a freshman. Still pretty good record, though, 34-12, and 12, younger wrestler, but a guy that uh, has won a few matches this year. Yeah, I believe Gunner was a, a regional champ, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, you know, he, he's pretty tough. Um, we saw Grandview earlier this year. Um, uh, Gunner, I don't believe, was in the lineup at the time, so we didn't get to see him. Um, so it's going to be a great one to go into. Uh, Grandview's always tough. Um, Tyler's been getting prepared for this, you know, senior year, third time at state. Um, he placed it what was it in, in 2021 he was sixth in state um ready to get back on the podium and um just has a, a good mindset going into this week and and your son as well correct yes he is and so this i mean all these kids are special to you lucas but i mean this is his senior year last time of the state tournament this has to be a pretty emotional time for 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 father and son uh yeah it is you know and it's one of those where it, it, at times it's hard to to differentiate you know um what role we're both in um but it's been a great ride going through and you know what we're looking forward to and what we're both planning on is getting him to push through and and uh trying to get him into that state finals match and, and wrestle for a state title this year um that's been his goal all year and i think he's got a good chance of getting there we're talking with fruit monument wrestling coach lucas archuleta wildcats uh, sending nine wrestlers to the state tournament the 5a tournament over in denver starting on thursday will stewart's among them 138 pounder and for Will, gets Keegan D'Amico from Brighton, who's a sophomore, 16-7 and seven on the season. What can you tell us about that matchup for Will? You know, uh, I haven't seen his, uh, his opponent this year at all. Um, I don't remember him from seeing him last year in the lineup, so we're not don't know a whole lot. Um, Brighton's always tough, though. Um, you know, just like Hines down at uh, 20s with LJ, um, we know he's going to come in, he's going to battle, he's going to be physical. Um, you know, in Will just steps up to every challenge. You know, he's always wrestles tough. He's probably one of the best wrestlers I've seen on their feet. Um, and I think he's just going to battle and, and get after it. And then you have Bryce Nixon, a 150 that's qualified. And uh, Bryce will get uh, Dominique Chondro uh, from uh, Monarch. He's 31 and 10. He's a senior. Bryce this year, a senior as well, 23 and 11. Uh, do you like that opening matchup for Bryce at that uh, in his weight class? You know, really, I like any matchup with Bryce. Bryce is a very talented wrestler, um, hard worker, um, and, and just gets after it. And so I think any match that Bryce is wrestling, um, especially since he's on his game right now, is going to be fun to watch. 
Also, uh, Dylan Chilowitzki, 157, Dylan qualifying for state. Uh, and, and for Dylan, he's going to get um, Braden uh, Bandini. And um, I'm not sure which school Braden is from. I'll have to look that up here in a moment. But he gets Braden, um, Braden Bandini, who's a junior, 31 and 16 on the season. What can you tell us about that matchup for, for Dylan coming up uh, on Thursday? You know, um, Dylan, one of our team leaders all year, you know, and he's just, he's always ready to go, always ready to battle with anybody. Um, we haven't really looked real closely at at matchups, um, and so like I don't even remember where Dylan, or sorry, where his opponents from. Um, we'll talk a little bit about that at practice tonight as as we get to it and start preparing, um, if we need to for certain things, you know, depending on where they're from or what we know of them. Um, but for the most part, we've just been working on what we do, making sure that we're ready to go with our technique um, and our our match plan and making them adjust to us and come to us um, on our on our terms. So um, excited for Dylan. You know, Dylan's wrestled tough all year, um, and Dylan's going to make a push into that state finals as well, I believe. I believe his opponent is from Mountain Range, so that'll be the, the opening matchup for him, uh, for Dylan Chelowitzki. And then True Tobias in at 175. Uh, kind of take us through the, the weekend that True had at regional leading up to state. You know, uh, True had a pretty good weekend. Um, got into the semifinals. We wrestled a, a good Ponderosa kid who's very similar to True the way that he wrestles. Uh, lost by a point to him. Um, I think it'll be different if we match up again um, going into it. You know, True is one of the better wrestlers up there at 175 in the state, and I think he's going to be true to form and get after it. And, and True's always physical and aggressive, um, and he's just going to go after and, and battle with everybody. Yeah, True 20 and 2 on the season. The junior, uh, Carson Frisick from Legacy, is 29 and 12. He's a senior. So do you know much about, uh, about Carson Frisick from Legacy? We have not seen Legacy at all, uh, and, um, you know, they're always tough. They always have a good program out there, um, and we had a couple of their kids come down and do a freestyle tournament, or sorry, a camp with us earlier this year. Um, got to talk with their coach a little bit and uh, expect them to be ready to battle. Um, expect it to be a, a nice, entertaining match to, to watch and see. Um, if I wasn't coaching it, I'd probably really enjoy it. Um, <laughs> exactly being in the corner it's, it's going to be one of those battles where we're going to have to be ready and, and on our game and then wrap it up tatum williams 215 pounds uh going back to the state or going to the state tournament for you yeah you know tatum coming in he's only a sophomore um being up there at 215 pounds he's again one of our hardest workers in the room you know he's just a pleasure to have in there um goes after it he supports all the others um he's one of the toughest 215 pounders. He had probably the toughest region, probably anywhere. Um, I believe we had four of the top five um, 215 pounders in the region, um, and so he just went after it and battled and battled and ended up fourth. But we'll get a chance to wrestle a few of those guys again this weekend, and um, you know, hopefully the outcome's going to be a little bit different. And he gets Lucas Villalobos from uh, Prairie View, who's 38 and 10, a senior. So. Tatum scores off in the, his opening match against a guy with a little more experience than Villalobos. Um, you know, he does, but Tatum's pretty seasoned for as young as he is. Um, he, he's wrestled a lot, wrestled a lot of big tournaments. Uh, and be ready to go. You know, he has the, the experience of being at the state tournament last year. Um, and I'm not sure. I know we wrestled Prairie View earlier in the year. Um, and Tatum did dominated who he wrestled. Um, I'm not sure if it was the same kid, but just haven't had a chance to go back and look yet. Well, Lucas, we appreciate the time. Best of luck starting Thursday at the State Wrestling Tournament uh, over at uh, Ball Arena. We always appreciate the time. Thanks for, for coming on and joining this morning. And, and best of luck to you and the Wildcats uh, as State begins on Thursday. Thank you. All right, Lucas Archuleta, coach of the Fruto Monument Wildcats wrestling team. We'll talk with uh, Clint Trujillo, central head coach, coming up in just a little bit. They have uh, eight wrestlers that will be competing over in Denver at the State Wrestling Tournament. All right, 836. Jim along with the Buckeye Boy today from the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios, the most trusted name in automobiles. So on this Valentine's Day, players you love to watch that don't play for your team. Also, maybe the most um, interesting Valentine's Day yeah. you've had with your significant other, Haas. We'll keep using Haas as an example. Because he's his, the one that's got in. Yep. Yeah, took his took his wife. 
to watch bull riding, which is great. It's a great sport, and we're not knocking that at all. If nah. she was into it, that would be one thing. Mm-hmm. But apparently, Mrs. Haas was not. The way he makes it sound is this was not Mrs. Haas's idea. Not her thing. So therein lies the issue. Right. Exactly. From Guru Gary, Raiders are a dysfunctional mess. I hope they release him, and he does go to the Saints. I can see his brother David really enjoying this on air. Hashtag Car Family, hashtag Fresno State, hashtag Bakersfield Christian. Yeah, that unbiased, you know, a subjective <laughs> David, David Carr. Carr. Yeah. Always, you know, very much you know, right down the middle, right? Yep. Especially with his brother. Oh, 100%. You wouldn't even know they're brothers. They're not the Kelseys, you know. Larry from Clifton, after thinking about the game, the officials holding call didn't cost the Eagles the game. A few plays that happened cost the Eagles the game. This pains me to say congratulations, Chiefs, on their win. Me too, Larry. Introspection? I know, Larry. Self-correction? Second thought? That's not sports talk radio. Come on, Larry. You die on that hill. No matter how wrong you might be, yeah. you're going to die on that hill. Not saying you were, but if yeah. you happen to be, you die on that hill. You don't come back the next day saying, well, you know what? As it turns out. Maybe I was, a little, what are we, I was wrong about that. What are we even doing here? I'm just kidding, Larry. We'll see you Thursday. All right, yeah. 838. He's in the uh, the bowling league. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll tell Larry I said hi. I will. Hi right now, Larry, yeah, since you're probably listening right I'll now. I'll totally forget, and he'll say, hey, did yeah, okay. Jim say hi on Tuesday? <laughs> thought, thought you were going to tell me he was. you were going to say hi yeah. for Jim. Thanks a lot, buddy. That's one of those things. Oh, tell so-and-so I said hi. I will. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. You're probably not going to. That's okay. Uh, Most people are like that, though. Do we have a winner yet? We do not. Okay. Want to play the clip again? I will do so. First correct answer for this sports movie. I call the plays out on the field, not you. That's not the way I coach. I don't give a that's the way I play. All right. We had a guess for Coach Carter, which is wrong no. and also incorrect sport. Sorry, Chris. And uh, Ruben guessed draft day. Right sport. Wrong movie. Wrong movie. All right. So text your answer in right now to win the downtown double play with triple play and our friends at Junction Square Pizza. Mm-hmm. Text your answer in right now. 970-242-1340. Let's quickly get into... We're into four-down territory on the Jim Davis Show on the team. All right. One of the criticisms, and rightfully so, was how bad the field was. Oh. Even though they spent all that money on the field at State Farm Stadium, the field conditions were, were absolutely awful. Super horror-awful. And so, Ian This Rappaport, whole thing is a travesty and a sham and a mockery. It's a travesty sham mockery. So, Ian Rappaport, you know, talked about, patted on the Pat McAfee show. He said, noticed that, he noted that players seem to struggle to keep their footing even more in the second half. Rappaport was told that was a result of stage and other equipment from Rihanna's massive halftime show making the grass too compact. It got hot, the grass, it pressed the grass, it heated up, and it got slick. It basically increased the moisture in the grass because it didn't allow it to breathe and press down on the grass, so it made it like an ice skating rink. But let's be honest. It's not. I know a lot of people didn't love Rihanna's halftime show. Get that? They had problems in the first half. This was not just something that was... Mm-hmm. It may have exacerbated the, the field conditions, the problems, but it was something that started out in the first half. Yeah, that was a thing. It was already a thing by the time Rihanna took the stage. And I don't think a 20-minute halftime show really made it that much worse. To be honest. Yeah, exactly. Second down. Bones Highland's now an L.A. Clipper. He talked for the first time since getting traded. And uh, well, it's pretty obvious who he has a problem with because he doesn't even mention him. It was a great experience playing with Joker. There are two guys over, over here that are phenomenal talents and over there there's one guy with phenomenal talent as well. Obviously leaving out uh, Jamal Murray, who has yet to make an all-star team or an all-NBA team in his career. But and Just he's, like Bones Highland. Just like, and, and I get it. He's not Nikola Jokic. But also, hey, Bones, you're not him either. Okay? You're 
kind of no one at this point. And he is. Yeah. So there is that. Third and fourth down. Uh, third down. Phillies, World Series. Eagles, Super Bowl. They both lost. Did the Sixers make the NBA Finals this year? Philadelphia, the sports capital of the world. Only of to lose. Only to lose. To the Nuggets. That'd be great. Lose to the Nuggets. That'd be great. But do the Philly? Do you think the Phillies make it through? The Flyers, they're, they're not going to do it. No. They're, 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 not, they're, no. That's not they're trash right now. Uh, but do the Sixers get there? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no as well on Hurdle. that. The East is really good. Bucks, Celtics, my Cavs. Yeah. I don't I, think they get there. I, I'm with you on that one. Uh, Steve Levy is self-aware. He got replaced on Monday Night Football by Joe Buck. Awful announcing has the headline, if I would have been replaced like by someone like myself at my level, I would have been crushed. <laughs> and and the, the five minutes I watched of the Puppy Bowl during pregame stuff, Steve did a fine job on Puppy Bowl. Steve Levy, that's perfect for him. Yeah, he's, he's fantastic at what he does. But he's he's right that he's not going to be that level of superstar football broadcaster mm-hmm. guy. But he's versatile at ESPN, versatile with Disney enough. Knows his that role. He can do a lot of different things. He was great on hockey. I'd love him back on in hockey. The day. He was fantastic. Yeah. And we do have a winner for uh, Stadium Cinema. Okay, very good. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the winner of the contest. It's another winner on the Team Sports Network. I will say, Ron got in first with the replacements but we had five first timers text in the right answer after him as well unfortunately they were just a little bit behind ron ron nailing the replacements all right very good congratulations ron we'll take a break clint Trujillo, central wrestling coach joins us next on the jim davis show i'm a big sports addict i like sports 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 this is the jim davis show on the team 101 fm 1340 am grand junction 102.1 fm delta montrose talking central warrior sports on the jim davis show clint trahio brought to you by the rick nelson agency and american family insurance for a free comparison call this team of licensed professionals at 970-241-0078. He's the head coach of the Central Warriors wrestling team. Clint Trujillo joins us. Good morning, Clint. Appreciate the time. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Uh, really good showing by your guys over at Lakewood in the regional tournament. Uh, eight wrestlers going to state. Uh, one regional champion and William Dean at uh, 126. Uh, kind of takes us to the weekend for William on his way to uh, winning a championship for you guys at that regional. Uh He's he's been wrestling well. He's peaking right now at the right time, and I'm just honestly pretty excited to see um, what he's going to do. And actually, honestly, all the boys how they're going to uh, wrestle this coming weekend. Hopefully, we can get over the mountain with all this weather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, and uh, do a good job over there. So yeah, just get Yeah, getting on the mats. That's that's going to be the easy part, right? It's it's getting there. It's going to be the the real trick for you guys and everybody else heading over to Denver for the the state wrestling tournament. Uh, William's going to open up with uh, Nate Jackson. He's a senior, 23-15 and 15 on the season for, for Cherokee Trail. Uh, William right now, 33-9, uh, and nine, a junior. What do you know about uh, his opening opponent, Nate Jackson? Um, he's wrestled him before in the uh, semis, and we beat him. So we're not, I mean, I don't want to say you never worried about anybody, but we've seen his style. We've wrestled him before, so um, we feel confident in our abilities you know um it's kind of crazy the way the region uh, i mean the way the state bracketing system works now uh we can actually see kids from we match up with kids from our own region a lot faster than we normally would in all the years past but yeah we've seen him before and i'm pretty confident we can get the job done also qualifying for you at 106, Elijah Hernandez, your freshman, who's had just a, a remarkable season, 40-4 and four at uh, 106 pounds. He'll get uh, Liam Zazalowski, a monarch, who's 24-9. He's a sophomore. Is this somebody that uh, Elijah's faced this season? Uh, we wrestled monarch, and um, we were fortunate to – we only lost two matches against him in the 14 weights. So we did pretty well, and I know his wasn't one. I haven't went back, to be honest with you, I haven't went back and looked if we actually had that um, wrestler heads up with him. But, uh, yeah, we're the first round overall, we're for, I feel like we 
pretty decent spot, and I'm pretty confident our kids doing a really good job. Um, it's just going to get – there's no easy path, you know, in any of the ways. And I know we're going to we meet up with tough kids the entire way. I mean, everyone got here – I mean, got to the state tournament because of doing a good job this season and the regional tournament. So it's going to be – can't overlook anybody. It's just going to be a fun time. Central Wrestling Coach Clint Trujillo with us uh, on the Team Sports Network. J.P. Espinosa, your Warrior Classic champion at 113. And uh, J.P. will, uh, who's right now 41, um, 41 and 8 on the season for your sophomore wrestler. Trenton uh, Morrell from Chatfield is 34 and 8. He's a freshman. That's who J.P. gets to open up things Thursday at the State Wrestling Tournament. Uh, can you give us a little preview on, on this matchup? Um, again, we saw at the Littleton tournament, Chatfield was there, but they didn't have their, um, the, a lot of their varsity kids were at a different tournament, and they did have a few varsity kids, I know, at this tournament. So uh, we're going to have to go back and check. We, he ended up winning. Um, he won the Littleton tournament as well. So I just have to go back and check and see. Sure. If not, um, if we haven't wrestled them, like I said, we, we'll probably go back and see if we can find any footage on the kid or something like that and see if he has like just one special like headlock or big move that we just might need to avoid but other than that i mean we just concentrate truly on us what we do and um making sure that our timing's on and just hammer 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 and let them worry about what we're going to do so right yeah experience again somebody's important and and certainly you know what 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 they what they like to do you know in in terms of being able to counter those those moves but yeah, a lot of it, like you were saying, Clint, you guys just kind of work work off, focus on your kids' technique, what they're doing, and not what somebody else does. Right. Oh, completely. And that's our main thing is just making sure as long as we're trying to score, we're not – I mean, we shouldn't be worried about him trying to put us on our back if we're constantly moving and trying to get up. And we're not worried about him shooting or anything if we're constantly getting in there and attacking and getting on their head. So it's mainly we're trying to dictate the match in every position – um, but you, there are kids, you know, that are just excel in one spot. Um, maybe they're a great leg rider. Maybe they do have a great headlock. So, I mean, it is definitely a good thing to know that this kid is outstanding in his headlock. So maybe we shouldn't be tying up in a certain way with him. But still, I mean, again, we mainly worry about ourselves always. Central coach Clint Trujillo with us on the team today. Hassan Mains qualifying for state at 132. And, Hassan, 41 on the season. Your sophomore gets Brendan Joyner from Legacy, 37-11, a junior. Anything you can tell us about this matchup, uh, this opening one for Hassan? Um, the opening matchup, again, we feel pretty confident in. Um, we haven't had a chance to see see uh, the kid from Legacy, but, um, I mean, we feel pretty confident. We kind of know who the top kids in the state are. Uh, we're definitely... If we do, um, which we're hoping we'll get past this next round, I mean, we're against one of the top kids in the nation at that point. But we won't worry about that until we get there. But, you know, like I said, every kid is someone I think that's beatable. And, you know, everybody puts on their pants, their shoes the same way. So I just hope these kids' mind frame and mentally is ready to go, and we'll see what happens. Your other wrestlers are qualified. Jordan Willie, 138. Dagan Harris, 150, Devin Hickey at 165, and Tyler Zeke at 190. Uh, kind of take us through who maybe has the most challenging path to to getting to that that opportunity, that, that cusp of wrestling for a, a state championship. Kind of, if you can, give us the lay of the land for those uh, those wrestlers that you have going. Um, like I said, I think most of our kids, uh, well, actually, I think all of our kids have winnable matches. I mean, you know, I, I truly think we're actually going to win. All of them. <laughs> but that's just either the confidence sure. of the coach. Um, but we do have one match that's pretty um, pretty tough. Uh, we're wrestling uh, our 138-pounder, Jordan, is wrestling one of the top kids um, in the state right off the bat. Uh, you know, just looking at the rankings with all the other kids, I think we're, we're sitting in good spots, and we can make some noise definitely in the state tournament. Um, Jordan definitely has his work cut out for him, you know, drawing uh, Nick that very first match. But, again, anyone can beat anyone. So you never know what's going to happen. That's why they do the sports and go up there and have some fun. 
Hey, Clint, I appreciate the time. Best of luck to you and the Warriors over at State. Thanks again for joining us today. And, All right, thanks for having me. And, and have a safe trip over there. Hopefully the roads will, will cooperate when you guys uh, get on I-70 and head over to Denver uh, for the state tournament. Yeah, I'm hoping so too, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you more than anybody. Hey, Clint, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right, thank you. All right, Bye-bye. take care. Clint Trujillo, Central Warriors wrestling coach with us on the program today. And uh, the team here in the Valley sending the most wrestlers, the District 51 Phoenix girls wrestling team. They have 10 going to state. We hope to have uh, Chad Dare with us tomorrow on the program for a few minutes before they head to Denver with a couple of regional champions. So, anyway, text call us 970-242-1340. Jim along with the Buckeye boy from the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios, the most trusted name in automobiles on this Valentine's Day. Athletes that don't play for your team, a team you root for, but you love watching them. Who might that be for you? Also, maybe the the most unusual thing you've taken your significant other to for Valentine's Day. Yeah, unusual is the good word. Weird yes. is a little yeah. misnomer, I guess. Like, our friend Haas, mm-hmm. we're at Family Truck and Auto, yep. who took his wife to watch bull riding, which is, if she liked it, that's great. That's fine. You both agree to do that. But if she didn't, then she said, what are you saying exactly? <laughs> Why are we here? Why are we doing this? What is this? What is this that you have brought me to? All right. So text or call us today. Chick-fil-A breakfast team phone line 970-242-1340. Mav Day coming up next hour. Basketball coaches Mike DeGeorge and Taylor Wagner and baseball coach Chris Hanks coming up next hour on the program. This hour of the Jim Davis Show brought to you by Preston Lee at Country Financial. Believes in building relationships, supporting the community, and serving others. Have a chat and let him help you protect the things that are important to you. Google him at Preston Lee Country Financial. We will take a break. We'll come back with hour three. Text or call us today. Love to hear from you. 970-242-1340.